the biggest one would be the study tools, the mini quizzes, like so easy to access on your phone, just pull it out yeah. and you don't have to think about it. That's like one of the apps I open whenever I unlock my yeah. phone, I gotta check out your quizzes or review notes and it's just so useful and helpful and all that. Awesome. I can't thank you enough. <laughs> Otherwise this is probably not like possible. I just won't do it. Just everything else just didn't sound doable to me. You're, when I saw your video, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I can just study for two hours in the morning and then just little times. Cause that's what, what kind of time I have with the kids, yeah. you know, I'm working full time, just little time, like 10, 15 minutes. Even when I'm like hanging out with my kids, I would pull out my phone sometimes and do a little five minute quizzes yeah. when they're happily playing, you know, by themselves. So I would do that and just a little time like that. They do add up. Welcome to episode 77 of the CPA exam experience podcast from Superfast CPA. In today's episode, you're going to hear me speak with Ying. So Ying started her CPA exams when she first got out of school, but she was never fully into it. And, you know, admittedly in your first few years, it's not absolutely critical that you get your CPA. It's obviously a benefit and most people would say if they could come back and do it over, they would do them as soon as possible. But that's just not the reality. A lot of people kind of put them off for several years. and. Ying got to the point in public accounting where the people that got hired around her same time were starting to get promoted, becoming manager, and she just realized that, okay, that now it's time I've got to do these. Ying had a full on family at home, multiple kids. And so trying to balance all that and pass the CPA exam at the same time, that is what you'll hear in Ying's interview. So in this interview, we'll cover a lot of the strategic type of things like how she found the time to study, how she stuck to a routine every day with everything else going on, how she managed work and all the things with her home life, dealing with her kids and also fitting in her own study time each day and just how she figured all that out. And then like the other episodes, we also will cover a lot of the actual study strategies, how to study more efficiently, how to study more effectively. So regardless of whatever your personal kind of background situation is while you're trying to pass your CPA exams, you will find a lot of helpful tips and advice and strategies in this interview with Ying. Before we get into the interview, I just want to mention two things. First, if you have not yet, take the time to spend one hour attending one of our free study training webinars. That is where you will get an in-depth overview of our study framework and our study strategies. That's pretty much where every person you've heard on these interviews started with Superfast CPA. And if they were on our podcast, it's typically usually what they refer to as kind of the turning point in their CPA study journey. So you can sign up for one of those trainings on our main website at superfastcpa.com. It's the main thing at the top of the homepage, or if you're watching this on YouTube, there will be a link down in the description. The second thing is each month we have a free podcast giveaway where we give away three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones and you can sign up for that or enter that giveaway. It's completely free to enter. You can do that at superfastcpa.com slash enter, or again, there should be a link down in the description. The idea with giving away headphones is just going along with the idea of always be studying. Audio is such a powerful tool to help constantly review the material because while you're doing other things, 
Some interviews have talked about how they would mountain bike on Saturdays because that's what they love to do, but they'd be listening to our audio notes the whole time. Or somebody else mentioned skiing, doing the same thing. So it's a great way as you do some of your normal mundane daily tasks, you can still be listening to audios in the background. It's the same reason that you end up memorizing pop songs, even if you're not trying to. That repeat exposure just cements the ideas and concepts in your brain, and it's just a great retention tool. So sign up for the free study training and our free podcast giveaway. With that out of the way, let's get into the interview with Ying. Where, where are you located? Uh, I am in Valparaiso, Indiana. I just moved here actually a year ago from uh, Illinois, north part of Illinois, nice. like Lake Forest. And uh, what about you? I'm in Salt Lake City. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever okay. been out here? No, I've not. <laughs> yeah. It's, How's the weather over there? It just kind of turned. Um, like it was real hot. We get very distinct. It's kind of two seasons. Spring and fall are super short, and summer is long, and it goes into winter pretty fast. Okay. So, yeah. Okay. We'll have, like, October is, like, the one month of fall, and then it gets really cold and starts to snow. Uh, so what took you to Indiana? So my husband grew up here, and my mother-in-law lives here, and we just visited here quite often to see my mother-in-law. And every time we came here, just... Like everybody's so friendly, waving at you. And we have two little kids, a two-year-old and okay, three-year-old. Cool. So I'm like, wow, it's a great, you know, I just feel like it's a great place to raise kids. Yeah. You know, um, they have great schools here and um, the cost of living's lower, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. All that. Um, do you work in public accounting? Did you? Yep. Okay. I work in a CPA firm. Awesome. Yeah. And it's actually in Illinois, but they're so flexible with me. They, you know, most people actually now since COVID, we work remotely and I may be going to the office once a month. Um, if I choose to, I don't have to, but I do enjoy being away, yeah. you know, being in a work environment for one day and see my coworkers face to face. That is nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But not every day. That's, that's like a good, that's a nice no, blend. Yeah. It's uh, an hour and a half away. Um, it's a long so drive, you didn't even so. need to change jobs then you, it's with your same firm. You guys just mm -hmm. moved an hour and a half away. Correct. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. And so where are you at from like, have you been out of school for a while or like what brought you back around to getting this? Yeah, CPA? I graduated. <laughs> So I've been out of school for a while. So I graduated December, 2012 and I was working, you know, when I was in college and just needed to, well, I didn't have to, I wanted to help out my parents without the tuition mm -hmm. costs. So I did not, you know, like right after college, I started working in a small, very, very small CPA farm in Chicago. And then I just never, like, I just felt like I didn't need to become a CPA at mm -hmm. the time. I mean, it would be nice, but it wasn't critical at the time. So now where I'm at, you know, everybody around me is getting promoted to a manager. And now I'm a supervisor for a couple of years now. And, you know, in order to become a manager, I have to get my CPA. And 
it's been hanging over my head, yeah. you know, since I graduated. And then I, I also, my firm supported me, helped me pay for the school to get my 150 okay. hours. I'm like, I didn't just get, you know, spend all that time and effort to get my 150 credit hours for nothing. Okay. I'm already there. Yeah, I understand some people may not have enough credit hours and then they just don't want to pursue it, but I'm already there. I just need one little bit, you know, push Yeah. to get the CPA. I've always envied people, you know, who have their CPAs. I'm like, what is it like? <laughs> you know, oh, she's a CPA, you know, one day when I grow up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that would be frustrating too, you know, that, especially you've stayed in public accounting this long. You have the same like knowledge level and experience level. And yeah, like the only difference is that you don't have those three letters mm -hmm. behind your name. And so, yeah, but it, it, it does. I did. Yeah, we sorry. have a one second oh, I delay. Did. I'm sorry. Jeez. We have like a one second <laughs> delay. So like sometimes oh, we'll okay. start responding anyways, but that'll happen. Sorry. So go ahead. Whatever okay. what, what you were going to say. I did um, try out in a, a private company, working for a private insurance company. I just, it was not for me. It was way too repetitive. You know, every month I did the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So I, I switched back to public. I feel like this is more challenging and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So how long ago was it from today that you were like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm getting a review course. And just how did that all go? So before I had kids or we had kids, that was four years ago, I, I heard about BEC having changes, content changes. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, you know, maybe I should get that one out of the way before they change a lot of the material. So I decided to go online and, um, found some like answer key, if you will. Like I studied for like a week. I didn't even buy textbooks or anything. I just found it was memorizing answer key and then just scheduled the exam. And yeah, of course I didn't, you know, pass and then I got pregnant. So I just put that on yeah. the side and, and then four years later, you know, like I said, everybody around me is getting promoted and then I, I do want to move up in my organization. So I'm like, okay. And it's after tax season. It was in May. I came across your YouTube video okay. <laughs> and I'm like, well, oh, that sounds really doable. You know, maybe, you know, sounds almost too good to be true. Um, like, okay, you know, how bad could it be? I'll give it a shot. You know, I'll make this small investment. It's worth it. Yeah. You know, it'll be worth it. And you know, in the end. So yeah, I just. Bought the bundle, listen to your pro course videos or watch them, um, I should say. And then I scheduled for FAR. I gave myself um, about three months to study for FAR because I knew that one was the most difficult, not difficult, but well, had the most yeah, material. Most, yeah. But at the first month I was like, oh, I have a little scratchy through. <laughs> I can't get up at five today. Maybe I'll do it tomorrow. Yeah. So, so. Yeah, just that morning routine, I think was, you know, definitely made the difference for me because before I tried to study at night at the very beginning, 
And I was just so exhausted after working full time and spending time with my kids, all that. I, it, it wasn't sinking in for yeah. me. And I remember in one of your videos, you said like, you may look forward to getting up in the morning. Um, <laughs> maybe you didn't use the exact yeah. word, but I kind of, you know, felt like, okay, I just got to do it. You know, like five o'clock is like clockwork. Yeah. Know? Uh, if you want something like. My husband says that I'm very determined if I want something really bad. So you just gotta, you know, keep pushing through and yeah, don't give up. Yeah. <laughs> I do say that in those videos that you can get to the point where you, I think I say you almost look forward to it. It's hard to say. You yeah, know, really almost look forward that, yeah. to your CPA study. But I think what it is, is, uh, when you, when you get into a routine, and you do it each morning and you mm -hmm. get it out of the way. It's basically the reason it feels so good is because if previously you're always trying to study and then just days go by and it doesn't happen, you're not really in a routine, you're always stressing out about it in the back of your mind. And so getting right. in that routine just gives you that sense of like progress and you start to gain a sense of momentum. And that's why it's uh it's almost a relief to kind of get in that mm -hmm. cycle because then you're is. not always just stressing out about it. Yeah, like eight o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, wow, I got that out of the way. I have a full day to work or do laundry, whatever, spend time with my yeah. kids. You know, yeah, I did the mini quizzes in between yeah. and then the audio notes, whatever I'm driving. So that's just, I'm so glad I found you. <laughs> <laughs> now, so did you get a main review course? To kind of do your main study sessions I with? Did, uh, yeah, yeah, I did. My firm offered um, Roger, okay. yep. a CPA. Yeah. So I used that. So do you kind of just do the, like what I talk about, the two-hour morning session, you just apply that to your Roger materials? Mm -hmm. Yep. I did multiple choice questions, you know, and then the 30 question overview. Yeah. Awesome. And yeah. so you, I, I saw in your note, so you've passed one section so far, right? Yeah, I did FAR, yeah. Oh, so you're done with um, FAR. I'm studying. Awesome. Yes, 84. Yeah, I'm, I posted on the profile. Oh, okay. I was so happy. Yeah, yeah I did. <laughs> and then, yeah, I'm currently studying for audit, scheduled it for October 26th. Awesome. I've, I've been studying since last week, like almost two weeks ago. Yeah, I mean, uh, getting far out of the way is, I like to say, it's like you're, that's more than halfway. Relief. Just from like yes. an all things considered perspective, it's mentally, it's such a yes. big step to get far done. Like, yeah. And once totally. you pass far, you know that your process works more or less. So, mm -hmm. yeah. I would also say my experience definitely helped, mm -hmm. you know, like by working in public accounting and farm for definitely. two years. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. you got a lot of experience. So you started, we have a lot of people who do what you did. Basically they find our free webinar thing is that that's, so you, you saw one yep. of our ads and you started by watching the free webinar, yep. right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I did. Yeah. And then, so you started when you jumped into the full stu study process, it was kind of following our study framework from the beginning then. Yeah. I, started using uh, Quizlet mm -hmm. and I just felt like after like a week or two, I felt like it wasn't, you know, sinking in the way I wanted it to. So I started writing down um, the notes yeah. 
outline flash paper, flashcards, and, and I would put them in this little pocket with a zipper. I'll take them wherever I go. Yeah. If I have to um, commute somewhere, my husband usually drives. Uh, if we go, you know, go out of town to visit the family or friends, I would bring that little pocket with me, just take them out, you know, in the car and wherever I go. Just Yeah, and it's not, uh, the idea with the flashcards, it's not like it needs to be Quizlet or anything. It's just some form. And I don't know if you've heard other podcast interviews, but like a lot of people have different ways yeah, of doing it. it, whether it's notes. Mm-hmm. or physical note yep. cards like you're talking about or Quizlet or whatever it is. The point is just some way of taking the topics that you personally find difficult and putting mm-hmm. them in your own words or, you know, yeah. breaking apart practice sims and making a series of flashcards for journal entries or whatever it is. Yep, that's what I did. Yep, breaking things apart. Yeah, that's awesome. Write them down. So how do you balance? Because in the past, we've had like specific requests for like the busy moms. They want more episodes Mm -hmm. with people that are working full time and have little kids. (laughs) How do you balance that? Like, what does a typical day of studying look like for you? What does a typical full day look like? All things included, like you when you study, how you, you know, family time in the evening, all that. Mm-hmm. So I'm very fortunate. My parents live five minutes away okay. from me. <laughs> so they would come over every day, pretty much. And then, you know, watch the kids. And then sometimes my mom would pick them up for us. But I try to, because I, I do need breaks in yeah. between. You know, I can't study, like sit down for five or six hours at a time. So I would go pick up my kids, bring them uh, home. And then my mom would, you know, feed them lunch and I'll just lock myself in, in our bedroom, actually. I lock the yeah. door and study. So the typical day, let's say like today's Monday, I would get up at five, study for a couple hours. And my husband usually drops off the kids at school. And then I would just work and I work full time. Mm-hmm. So I usually check my emails and work. And then, you know, in between, you know, breaks, I would pull out either your mini quizzes or review notes. When I go pick up my kids, I would turn on your audio notes in the car on the way there. Even in car line, I would, you know, listen to your audio notes. Yeah. Yeah. Just bring them home. They'll hang out with either my husband or my mom. My dad actually uh, cooks for us. He used to run a Chinese restaurant. So he would usually come home and yeah. So. I have a very good support, you know, system. Yeah, that's great. Um, um, and then, yeah, my friends are supportive, and I have often turned down invitations from friends. Oh, hey, you wanna come, you know, to this party? But left, you know, we have this going on. I go shopping, and I just you you have to say no. Like it's only temporary. Yeah. I tell myself it's uh, it's okay to miss those things for little while and then i still have play dates for my kids and i'm actually hosting a, for a birthday party my eldest son uh, is turning four next <laughs> week i'm hosting a birthday party for him you know it's a lot but i i sacrifice sleep yeah. right that's what, you, what moms do and just it's only temporary yeah um keep telling myself that i sometimes before i go to bed i listen to your audio notes I mean, a lot of people say um, that which yeah. Hope you don't have any nightmares. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> I laughed at that when you made that comment. Um, I think it was John. Oh, yeah, the most recent one. Yeah, time. I already used that joke. Yeah, the most recent one. Yeah, yeah I'm like, oh. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I can't. I'm so glad. But again, I found you. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm glad it's been helpful. It's, it's great to hear. I love hearing these stories. Like, I've seen the textbooks that you get, you know, from the review courses. They're like this big. Yeah. I'm like, how can anybody, you know, that's a lot of time to read through the entire book. And it just sounds so daunting to me yeah. <laughs> every time. And I, and I never opened, well, I opened it once. Uh, I did not open the book for far when I was studying. <laughs> Far. I just read your notes and listened to your notes, audio notes and mini quizzes. Yeah, just followed the blueprint. Oh, it's right here. <laughs> I taped it on my wall. Oh, oh, that's the uh, that's the actual mind map, huh? Oh yeah. That's uh, funny. Just and then your um, yeah. Keep... Did you do the thing where you write out like the the good things that'll happen? The yeah, goals, yeah. yeah, it's here. It's sitting on my desk. That's awesome. Yeah, keeps me motivated. You know, I want to be able to tell my kids, you know, when they're older, you know, I mean, it's a CPA. Yeah. I just want to be proud of myself and want my kids to be proud of me. And not that I'm, you know, not successful right. or anything, you know, but just, I feel like I don't want to waste, you know, all my 150 credit hours. Exactly. The time. Yeah. And, money I spend. Yeah. I mean, if you, if you go into accounting and you stay in accounting, especially public accounting, it does, it's very much like, okay, you essentially, the whole reason you did a bachelor's and then whether you did a master's or the 150 mm -hmm. hours was just to be able to take these exams. And so it's just kind of like that yeah. capstone. Yeah. So in the, what about the evenings? If you, if you nail the morning study session, let's say on a weekday, if you mm -hmm. nail the morning study sessions, you do all the mini sessions throughout the day. So you feel like you've really, mm -hmm. you know, got put in three, four five hours of study time. Do you kind of take the evenings off or you're just available in the evenings, have dinner, with the family and everything? I, yeah, I have dinner with my family every day. Sometimes on, on the weekday, you said, right. Okay. After the kids go to bed, I would maybe study for like 30 minutes, yeah. just easy things, you know, reviews, my flashcards and maybe do a few multiple choice yeah. questions or review the answers that I got wrong, you know, on the multiple choice questions, nothing too intense. Yeah. No. And then when you said your parents will take your kids, that's more of a weekend. That's how the weekends go. Typically you get the five or six hours in. So I don't think I can get five or six hours in on the weekends. So, you know, I would still get up at five on the weekends. And then, yeah, maybe. And then my husband, you know, would take them somewhere to park or something. I can study for another hour or so. Yeah. And then in the car, if we go, go to the mall or something, I would again, pull out my flashcards. And maybe all that time adds up to five or six. I never times it, so I'm not sure. Yeah, um, but I mean, the thing is like, whatever you're doing, you know, is, is working. And that was my big thing was I, it was just easier for me to not take days off. And that's just what mm -hmm. I did, but I, I didn't yeah. have kids at the time. You know, I, I was able to like do that. I, there wasn't these, but kids is, kids is just a whole different, like now I have, I yes. have two kids similar year ages and, uh, 
Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, we have this mommy guilt. You know, I often feel guilty. Yeah. Oh, I could be spending my time, you know, this time with my kids right now. And, but I spend enough time. Like, they're only in school for half days. So I spend the majority of my afternoon. Like, right now, it's our slow seasons at work. So I don't have to work, okay. you know, that many hours every day so yeah i don't feel like you know i'm neglect neglecting them or yeah, anything. Yeah. <laughs> on the weekends yeah my parents would take them to their house and play there for a couple hours lunchtime you know i miss lunch sometimes just have my husband bring me back a sandwich mm -hmm. you know <laughs> we still have play dates on the weekends just that morning time is very very important right. at least for me get that out of the way you feel so much better you know, you don't feel like, oh, I got to study, you know. Exactly. Throughout the day. Yeah. Such a good strategy. Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll say this, though. Everybody who knows me knew that I was not a morning person. And, you know, before kids, I could sleep for like 13, 14 hours a yeah. day easily. And then, yeah, now it's like... If, I'm, if I can get seven hours, I'm lucky. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's an interesting question. And we've had a, a lot of people I've interviewed, they've kind of pointed out that fact. They're like, I've never been a morning person, but studying at night and all the other stuff I had going on was just not working. So I watched your <laughs> videos and just decided this is what I've got to do just to get these exams over with. And then once <laughs> they got used to it and like got in the routine, they really, really like it. Or again, like we were saying earlier, it's just a relief to build that in in the morning yeah. so that it's just over with. And they highly prefer, it's a small trade-off to make, you know, to wake up the two yeah. hours earlier to just have that feeling of, basically a feeling of accomplishment before you even start work for the day. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess that was my question. How long did it take you to kind of get used to waking up early? And I'm guessing you would Never, you wouldn't go back to trying to study, you know, not in the morning, right? So it took me about a month, I would say, to get used to it. Like I said, at the beginning, I'm like, oh, you know, the kids woke me up in the middle of the yeah. night. You know, I, you know, I got, I didn't get solid six hours of sleep. So maybe I was snooze for another half an hour. So it took me, it took me really about a month, I would say, give or take get used to the five hour because I knew my, you know, my exam, I wasn't going to change my exam day. I'm like, okay, I'm getting closer to the test day. You know, I can't, I don't want to reschedule it. That's just not gonna, you know, be yeah. good. So I knew, okay, I only have two months left now and I'm only like one third way through the material. So maybe not even. So I was like, okay, I gotta really start getting up right at five you can't do snoozing and then i feel like after this is done i may be able to get up at maybe seven first and six thirty yeah. maybe i can even go for a master's degree or something and i feel like if we can do this maybe i can pursue further education my mom was joking with me the other day she's oh you know maybe you can you know get your master's by studying like this i don't know yeah. We'll see about that. <laughs> and that's another, that's another uh, funny thing. I mean, it's not funny, but a lot of people mention that they're like, they, they see the power of getting up earlier and two hours of mm -hmm. dedicated focus on just some like external personal goal, whatever you want to call it. 
outside of work. Yeah. And they've all, a lot of people have said that, I mean, you've probably heard it on the interviews. A lot of people have said something like that. Now that I'm in this groove, I'm going to, I almost miss getting up and doing something extra productive. Yes. And like, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to find what I'm going to do next, or I'm going to get another certification mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly how I feel too. I mean, you'd be almost done with the masters, I would think, with the 150 hours you already 150. have. 150. I mean, I don't know how that works. Yeah, but I'm, I haven't looked into yeah. it to be honest, yeah. but I might you know, look into it and just see. Well, one question I've been asking is: on days where you really don't want to study, what do you tell yourself? Or like, what what idea do you keep coming back to? Just that, you know, I don't want to waste my 150 credit hours and people around me are getting promoted. My boss really has high hopes for Mm -hmm. me, you know, and my kids, you know, I didn't waste, I don't know, three months of my time just to let it go to waste. Because I told everybody, I know, I know that will be another motivating factor. Because if people around you know, oh, you're taking the exam and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I quit or, you know, it didn't happen. Not that I cared that much about like how, how much people think of me, but they'll be like, oh, she's a quitter, yeah. you know, she quit. Yeah, I have kids. You can make up excuses. Oh, she, she does have two little kids. But again, I'm very fortunate to have my parents here and my husband's very supportive. So I just don't want to disappoint them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, whatever helps motivate you, like whatever thought, I mean, that's why the first video in the pro course is find your why. And I think when people are just starting, they might discount that or just kind of think like, okay, that's kind of like a fluffy concept. Like who cares? Just show me how to study. But once you get a few weeks in or a few months in you, then you like get why that's so important because it is a grind to to do yes. this every day, like every single day for hours. It is. You gotta have strong willpower. Yeah. <laughs> um, what was your, what have been some of your biggest struggles? Whether, I mean, it might've <laughs> been stuff you already kind of mentioned, like finding the time or the motivation, but what's been your biggest struggle in this study process? Um, finding the time, like mommy guilt, like oh, I mentioned, yeah. um, you know, like not spending time with my kids. Um, you know, I could be picking them up from school today. But instead, grandma's picking mm-hmm. them up. But I don't want to call myself a helicopter mom. I don't know if you've ever yeah. heard of that term. But I'm much better now. But when I had my first, I, I was that way. I'm like, everything has to be like hands-on, <laughs> like perfect by the yeah. book, you know. But now with my second, I'm, I'm not more like that. That's funny. <laughs> but still, <laughs> still, you know, I want to do it myself. I just feel bad not to do things for them. Maybe I'm crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, my wife's very much like that. I mean, I think it's normal. Thank I don't think you. it's weird or anything. <laughs> it makes sense. Okay. And then we kind of covered how you study on the weekends. The few days before an exam, what's kind of your final yeah. review strategy or what did you do for that? Okay. So I scheduled my exam on a Friday at 9 a.m. So I actually took time off. I took that week okay. off Monday through Thursday. So I would drive to my parents, it's five minutes away from our house. So I would just hide in their house <laughs> and just start, you know, maybe around six o'clock, just do multiple choice questions, 
and maybe two sets of two pamphlets of multiple choice questions. So yeah, simulations. I would do maybe like five sets. Just do it till my brains feel <laughs> yeah. fried. You know, I can't take this、mm-hmm. anymore. It was probably around lunchtime, I would say. <laughs> And then you know I would take a break. Well, I would take breaks in between. Like I get emails, I would check my、yeah. emails. But I probably I would say I got a solid six hours total. You know, each day of studying. Yeah, that's really good. So Monday through Thursday, I feel like that really helped me. You know, gain the confidence. Oh, okay, you're used to the format of the test. I did a mock yeah, exam. Yeah, the full four hour、um, thing. I did one of those. Yeah, one. See, on the test day, I got there at same time. I got up at five. I drove. It's about thirty minutes from my house, so I drove there and found the the location, make sure it's the right address and everything. So I took out the review notes. I actually printed it out, put it in a binder. I would just go through them. I don't think I got through all of them actually. Maybe I was going too slow. I just wanted to. Make sure I understand every、yeah. item. I study my flashcards first. Maybe that was why I didn't get through the whole、uh, review notes. And then it was a surprisingly there was a long line, so I I was in line for like an hour to get into the exam room. Oh, can I say that?、Um, I don't know if you call this a tip or. You know how you get a fifteen minute、yeah. break in between the exam when you you know walk out of the room. I looked at the clock, right? But the clock wasn't like an exact time. It was like I want to say maybe eleven thirty. I was like eleven twenty-three. So I missed the the clock by like one minute. So by the time I get back to my computer, it was already like sixteen minutes. I missed a minute of my. I didn't realize automatically. Oh, start again. Start. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah, but, maybe yeah. it was. I'm like one minute. I I had extra time at the end, but still, that got me a little you know, nervous. Like, oh, hopefully, I will have enough time. And then I can't focus if my stomach is crawling.、Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I made sure I brought snacks with me. Well, that will fill me up for a good solid two、yeah. hours. I don't want to be. Like hungry in the middle of the exam, and you know they have those headphones in the set. I don't know if each test center is different. I put on the noise canceling、yeah. one, but after like twenty minutes, my ears like I started having a headache. Like this is too tight. I was sweating, so I took I took them off, and that made me feel better. Yeah, if it's just me or yeah, just little things that get me nervous. Like I just want to be prepared for test day. Like I'm. Like, I wish I knew someone to talk about you know the test day experience before I went in, but it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah,、um, it is.、Uh, you get in there, and they. I mean, it's almost like you're going through prison security or something. They, you know, mm-hmm, it's, it's yeah, kind of, it's a little bit. The first time, it's like a little bit shocking. Like, holy cow, this is like. I feel like if I yeah, say a word during the test, they'll kick me out or something. Oh, I had to wear a mask and like just. By default, I took it down lower. I was trying to focus on a question or something, and this lady came over and said, "Oh, please, your back mask back up." Yeah, sorry. I'm glad I didn't have to sit through the four-hour exam with、yeah. a mask on. That would be just get you know, it's just an extra annoyance, just hot.、Mm-hmm. How was your time management? Did you get through the multiple choice pretty quickly by like about halfway? Yeah. I did. I made sure I wrote down the time、mm-hmm. slots. Well, not 
the times that I'm supposed to finish yeah. each Teslet, you know, you get about 45 minutes for each Teslet. So at first, you know, how they have you reviewed the, the policies, uh, you get five minutes, I think. So during that five minute, I wrote down the times that I'm supposed to finish each Teslet just to keep myself on track. And then also doing those all through your study process, do you feel like doing the sets of 30 every day really helped just? Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Towards the end, when, as I was getting closer to test day, I uh, picked 33 questions instead of mm -hmm. 30, just to get, you know, more used to it. Cause I did forget, cause when I got to the 30th question, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I can go back and review, but actually, you know, missed the last three questions. Cause I was so used oh, to doing 30, you know, yeah. doing the 30. Yeah. But I, I was glad that I tested it out before the actual yeah. exam day. Oh, so the, okay. That was on your mock exam where you got used that to it. That was on my, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, it sounds like you're well on your way. I'm glad our study format, whatever, the study tools have been helpful to you. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I can't thank you <laughs> enough. Otherwise this is probably not like possible. I just won't do it. Just, you know, everything else just didn't sound doable to me. You're, when I saw your video, I'm like, oh, this makes sense. I can just study for two days, I mean, two hours in the morning and then just little times. Cause that's what, what kind of time I have with the kids, yeah. you know, I'm working full time, just little time, like 10, 15 minutes. Even when I'm like hanging out with my kids, I would pull out my phone sometimes and do a little five minute, minute quizzes yeah. when they're happily playing, you know, by themselves. So I don't do that just a little time like that they do add up yeah oh yeah it's huge i mean i would say that's like the biggest thing that i think people discount or they don't think mm -hmm. like how effective can five minutes from my phone really be and so most yeah. people just don't do it but it's the accumulation i mean if you think about it logically mm -hmm. it's like okay whatever you're doing in your main yeah. study session whether that's two hours or four hours whatever that is you know, that's what it is. But it, then if you mm. re read review notes, listen to audios, whenever you're in your car, you took quizzes and you add even an hour, an extra hour a day, that's an extra 50 or 60 hours over the course of your study timeline that like that can only help. Yeah. And then when the most common failed score is between like a 70 and a 74, you know, three, four five points. That can easily be, you know, mm -hmm. just make the difference. So, yeah. absolutely, yeah. What would be your top two or three tips to people who are trying to study but they're struggling to come up with a successful daily process? What would be your top tips to those people? Just find what motivates you. Don't give up. I know some people can study at night, but after a long day, you know, everything that happens during a day. Just, I would recommend to study in the morning if you can. I strong, <laughs> strongly recommend because that made the difference for me because I was not a morning person and I somehow became a morning yeah. person. Uh, do the mini quizzes. Don't, you know, underestimate the mini quizzes and the review notes. Maybe print them out if you can. That, that to me, looking at it on paper, I don't know. Just flip them through, yeah. just make the mental, you know, it helped me sink in the material. Yeah. I think just getting in a, getting in a daily routine 
just starts to kind of unlock progress in all the other areas. Yeah. It's it's hard to make progress if you're inconsistent because then you're always feeling like you're behind on your study plan. And mm -hmm. that's just such a first crucial step. I mean, that's like the foundation is. That's yeah. why I preach the two hour thing because it's it's easier to find two hours than four hours a day. And two hours right. in the morning, it's locked in. Obviously, you know all my thoughts. Yeah, about that. I find myself just, you know, after the two-hour mark, maybe you could do three hours, but after that, my brain just, yeah, you're reading questions, but it's not sinking mm -hmm. in. You're like just going through the motions, yeah. you know, you're just wasting your time. You might as well maybe go for a walk or do something else. That's what I do. Just, you know, get up and do something else and then maybe come back to it if you can. Um, yeah, definitely. Later. And there is something to that as well. Like when you're doing this study thing, you're putting in so much new information that at a certain point, your short-term memory like can't mm -hmm. even handle anymore. So yeah. yeah. Awesome. Well, it was awesome to meet you, like you said, virtually. Nice to yeah. meet you too. And, uh, I, when I was listening <clears throat> sorry, no, <laughs> um, to, to your podcast, podcast, I was thinking at the beginning, I'm like, oh, when are you talking today? <laughs> so I'm one of yeah. those. It's, it's fun. It's helpful. You know, it's definitely motivating. It was motivating to me um, when I listened to the podcast. So thank you to all those people who agreed to go on the podcast. Yeah. A lot of people, it's been very helpful to other people, mm -hmm. putting people's full story or study experience, CPA story, whatever you want to call it. People just find it really, really helpful. And it makes sense to just hear other people that have, you know, struggled, then they started figuring it out, the mistakes they were making. You just hear all these experiences of other CPA candidates yeah. going through exactly what you're going through. All right, so that was the interview with Ying. I'm sure you found that incredibly helpful and motivating and hopefully gave you several ideas that you can apply to your own study process. If you found this episode helpful or the podcast in general, take a second to share these interviews with someone you know who is also working on their CPA exams. These interviews are the most helpful free resource available anywhere for anyone that's struggling with the study process, whether it's trying to find the time to study or how to use your review course more efficiently and more effectively or how to build retention into your process so that you don't forget all the things that you're spending so much time learning in the first place. And don't forget to sign up for one of our free study training webinars if you haven't done that yet. And if you are watching or listening, you might as well join our free podcast giveaway where you will have a chance to win one of three pairs of Powerbeat Pro headphones each month. So thanks for watching and we'll see you on the next episode.